know who I am. You could come to my house. You could, you know my whole life. You know everything. You could go, you could, you could call Apple and get my phone history. You could call my building. You could call anybody right now and find out anything you want. You could know where I'm going to call Chase, know where I'm buying everything. Why do you need this other stuff? You don't need this. You could Google me and I'll come up on YouTube. You know what I sound like. You know who I am. You can find me. You do not need to have my voice identification. Mind you, he's just crazy about it too, right? Welcome to the Bamboo Project Podcast. I decided I'm going to help create 1,000 millionaires, including myself, and not by being a guru or selling a course, but by doing the things I already love to do every day and documenting the journey to get there. I figure I make all the mistakes so you don't have to. My name is Donovan Gray, and this is how I will turn my life into a living. So, I want to start off by giving a shout out to everyone supporting us in the channel. We definitely appreciate you. We are currently streaming on all major streaming platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, you name it, we on it. And if we not on it, we about to be on it. For everyone listening to this podcast and not watching it, you can find us on YouTube at The Bamboo Project. We have over 380 videos on our channel. Cooking tutorials inspired by Dr. Sebi, travel lifestyle vlogs, makeup, hair growth, real estate, basketball. We got all that. It's everything us. All the parts of the journey that don't make it to YouTube will probably be on our story. You can find me on Instagram at Donovan Gray, D-O-N-I-V-A-N-G-R-A-Y, and my phenomenal, beautiful, amazing girlfriend, Anita Byrne, A-N-E-T-A-B-U-R-N. The Bamboo Project is about turning your life into a living by making money off the things you already do every day. For us, that's the food project, the music project, the clothing project, the fitness project, the sports project, and the Bamboo Project podcast, which you are listening to right now. This may be your first time here, and if it is, welcome to the family. But for everyone else, this is chapter 2, page 77. All right? So, for all the newcomers... Uh, we have four segments, all right? We have the life update. On the way to creating 1,000 millionaires, we will have our ups and a lot of downs. We have a lot of downs right now, like the last couple of weeks. Um, and all of that will be in the life update. We have episode playback, which is a recap of last week's episode and the things I could have done better to make it a phenomenal episode. Then we have Donovan's questions, which is a question I had earlier in the week I wanted to bring to you guys. And then for the final segment, it is the topics of the day. All audio and video timestamps will be in the description box below. And today's date is September 7th, Tuesday, 5.19 p.m. Starting a little late. Today, like I said, it was a little wonky. It wasn't the, uh, the smoothest day. Oh, yes. So we start off the podcast with... Screen time check. All right. So I will now go over what is on my what I've been doing on my phone for the last week. As I said before, I have a way to kind of get it down. I know a lot of people use their phones very frequently and nobody really checks how long how long they're on it. So this is like a reminder to go, hey, how much time have you spent on your phone? So we're going to go. Oh, I do my, do I saw that I do my screen recording. Um, let's get that ready. Three two one go all right so s-c-r-e-e-n i'm kind of excited to see how my time was i know i know that's not that's real 
I just want to say, I just want to say, I told y'all I was coming through in the clutch. I told y'all from last week because I've been spending like an average of like eight hours on my phone, nine hours a day on my phone, which is kind of preposterous. If you think about it, you sleep for eight, you up for eight, you up for like 16 and you're telling me that all eight hours, half of that I'm on my phone. That's just so crazy to me. Sometimes I've seen even more than eight. Um, But I have the, the facts right here. So on Sunday, September 5th, Melissa, Sunday, September 5th. I'm going to go to last week first. I'm going to go to last week. I'm going to start with that week. I'm start with the other week. Uh, can I go to, can I go? How, how do I do the last? Isn't there a way to like go to a different day? Um, I feel like you could like, oh, here it is. Okay. So Saturday, which was the day we went out, I'm gonna start off from last. I'm gonna start from last week. I'm gonna start from last week and come to today. So after last week's podcast, I was on my phone for five hours and fifty-eight minutes the next day. Then it was six hours and fifty minutes the following day. Oh, so what are you doing? Need your AirPods? What's going on over there? Five hours and twenty-three minutes the following day after that. And then on Saturday, I was on my phone for three hours and 34 minutes. That was our intimacy date, which we have been talking about for several weeks now. We finally did it. And then for the last, let's see, where is it? Okay, this is it. So Sunday, I was on my phone for two hours and 45 minutes for the whole day. What were we doing on Sunday? Saturday was an intimacy date. Sunday. What's today? Today's Tuesday. Today's Tuesday. I was in my mom's house yesterday. Sunday. I don't know what we were doing on Sunday. You know what was crazy? I think we were working. We were also we were working. But I think we were watching One Piece. Not the whole day. I think a lot of that day we didn't really do much that day. That was the day after. Like we got some stuff done, but I think that was the day we didn't really do that much. I don't think so. I think so. Because then, since the day after is Monday, and I wasn't here Monday. What does that mean? Like I said, we didn't, we, was, we didn't, we did not do nothing. But I remember us watching. We haven't really watched One Piece this week other than Sunday. Because oh. he wasn't here yesterday. Yeah. Right. So, um, so that was that. Two hours and forty-four minutes. That's a that's a record. That's insane. Uh, I was on YouTube for thirty-eight minutes. Safari 35 minutes and Instagram 31 minutes. Uh, Twitter 18, Google 8 minutes. All right. Now, yesterday, still a great number. Not as great as Sunday. Four hours and 42 minutes for the whole day. All right. Instagram 117, Safari 49 minutes, YouTube 34 minutes. All right. And now today, September 7th. I have been on my phone for three hours and 36 minutes. So I just, and it's 5.30. So a lot of times I already be at six hours already, six, seven hours by this time. And I think that's crazy. Like I said, I've been, I've been working on it. So I got it down. I've been more productive. Things have been getting done. Screen time is going down. I'm wondering if it's because that day that you didn't have your phone. Absolutely. Yeah. I, that's 100% what it is. And I realized that. Um, I was going to bring it up too, because that's what I realized hundred percent. That is exactly what I think it is. And the reason I think that that happened is because 
and I, w- I was going to get into this later. The less I use my phone, the less I want to use my phone. It's a weird thing. So when I was the day we went out and I didn't use my phone at all, the day when we, when we came back and the following day, I'm like, there's nothing on here. Like, I don't I don't need that dopamine. And I also think that because we went out that day, I got all of my release out. Like everything I like the can you get that from him or make him stop? I see. He's not gonna work, Rob. So it's like I got my uh, serotonin, so I don't need the have my water. I don't need to go out and eat candy and whatever else that I already had to fulfill it. So when I got back in the house and I was on my phone, I'm like, I don't. This feels like it feels like junk. I feel like junk food. Like, oh, this is like it's nothing. It's, it feels gritty and nasty. Like, ah, oh, what am I doing? There's nothing on here. And then I also feel like there was I was looking for less content from each platform so once i finished like okay nothing's on twitter nothing's on youtube i would just go all right well nothing nothing else is here so um that's what i learned from that and then even that day i moved to bed because i was just like i need something to do i was like yeah, bored. i'm like the fact that you, i think you did that when we came home mm-hmm. i'm like you care that much <laughs> bro Bruh, I was I was I was laying in the bed and I'm just like I'm on my phone, but I don't want to be. There's nothing on here. Nothing is happening. Nothing is happening. For whatever reason, my brain clicked like nothing is happening on here. You're not gonna find anything on here. So, at that point, I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna. I'm like, I'm pretty sure they're most under the bed, the Apple remote. And I'm just like, you know what? Just so you guys don't know, uh, I had I moved the, the mattress and the whole bed across the room, took the mattress off, and then got the drill out, and then unscrewed the drills and took the wood up to then go and get the, the phone, the Apple TV, not phone, Apple TV remote from under the bed, and then I had to re-drill it back into the bed, the, uh, the screws, and put everything back. So all of that just because I did not want to use my phone. It's crazy, I'm telling you. The less I use my phone, it's like it's insane. It's looking real good over there. Looking real, looking real right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get it later. Is the water park open? Nope. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna start off with uh, this is the most impactful thing happening in our life right now. If you know, maybe you do, maybe you don't, right? Uh, unemployment is ending. Ending. It's ended. Okay. The unemployment that Melissa and I had, the um, PUA, the pickup artist unemployment, is ending. Um, it's actually called pandemic something assurance, I think, or whatever. But it's, it's ending or ended yesterday, two days ago, right? Uh, I was getting about $642 a week. Melissa was getting about, how much were you getting? 430 Like 430 So that's about, a, that's a little over $1,000, right? Um, that's about $4,000, about to $4,400 a month gone right now uh this has been very unsettling for my beautiful amazing phenomenal girlfriend and i would like to know do you have any words for uh our current predicament that we are in if i have any words what do you mean how do you feel about the fact that we have no how do I feel? I hate it. you hate it yes absolutely <laughs> like, if you ask me how i feel yes. it makes me it makes me i i 
I feel Be honest. Keep all the words that you hate. Whatever words come to your mind, you gotta say those words. It's a lot of words. Say all of them. I I hate it. Mm -hmm. I feel like we put a lot of work in every day. And I feel like there's things that we've been working on for a long time. And we haven't seen anything from it. Mm -hmm. Like. like I, I just hate that. Um, like what? Like. Uh, I guess the different things with real estate. You gotta say the things that come to your mind. The, the more you try not to say the things, the worse it's gonna sound. So you gotta just say the things. Just say the things. Yes. I, I just feel like we put a lot of we put a lot of energy. Maybe I don't know. I can't tell. I cannot tell. I cannot pinpoint exactly what it is. I'm like, be okay. You're not saying nothing. At all. I know. Because it's, and it's annoying. It's annoying. Just you because you're thinking it. Just say what you're thinking. That's it. That's all you gotta do is just say what you're thinking. Um, I think that it is. It is. I want to say the YouTube. Say what? Say anything. Just say the stuff. Yeah, I, I understand. I don't think you do, because I feel like you're trying not to say it for whatever reason. There's no reason to not say. It. It's how you feel. Because I feel like I feel like it sounds like I'm complaining. Um, I'm asking you. I'm asking you, like, what do you feel about? I'm, I want. I want to hear. Probably they want to hear also how you feel about this this current predicament. Okay. It just feels like I'm complaining, and that's why I. I'm like, I don't know if I should. It's either worded this way or whatever. Well, so how do you? What, what? What? What words make you feel the most comfortable in how you say it? Um, the easiest words to say. The ones that naturally come to you. Naturally come to you. Okay. So yeah, it's just. I feel. I feel that I feel that it's just crazy how I how much work you know I feel like we put into it and then how tired we are how many different things that we're trying to do and it's I don't know there's nothing is guaranteed from it mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that nothing will come from it but it's just not guaranteed I don't know when it's gonna come I don't know how much it's gonna be in it I don't know what time like so it's just it's a it's a kind of another thing too because in my head i feel like i thought that it was going to be like okay the thing cut off and that's it we're done what thing? Like, you know, like the um the un the unemployment insurance like it'll cut off and then now the whole world's gonna explode like now our lives are just over mm -hmm. but that's not how it goes that's not that's not how it's going but we still have money and we still have you know ways to work on the situation it just sucks because i feel like i've been trying to it sucks because i feel like i've been trying to avoid the situation for months mm -hmm. so i'm trying to avoid it and i didn't i was not able to mm -hmm. That's uh why do you think this happened why do you think we're in the predicament that we're in why do i think it's what i can't really say i because hindsight is always you know, clearer than everything else. So I can't tell if like if it's maybe decisions that we've made mm -hmm. or is it is it like is it the fact that we've been dividing our time into different things? But I don't even think that's necessarily true because whenever we kinda work on something new, we kinda focus on that thing. Mm 
Mm-hmm. It's not like we're simultaneously, you know, a lot of the time, it's not necessarily trying to do everything at the same time. So it's just, what was the original question? Mm, what do you think has caused, what do you think has put us in a predicament that we are in right now? Another thing, too, is that you want to move slower on things if I'm excited. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that causes like an unnecessarily, unnecessary slowdown because it's not always based off of the logic that I have or maybe like what I'm saying is wrong. It's more so just, a, well, it's too much energy in what you're trying to do, so... I don't know what's happening there. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if like if we if we could start things faster. But then it's yeah. So I don't know. You, you didn't don't say nothing. You didn't say anything. Because I'm like because I'm, I'm saying that maybe maybe we did things a bit too slowly. But then there's also things that we found out along the way. That if we would have did things earlier, it would have caused problems now. Like what? Like let's say we were gonna start. Let's say we were to start Airbnb earlier and already be inside a unit or something like that. Right now, mm-hmm. they're still coming out with the legislation and everything. So that's something that would have hit us harder because we would have been already in an Airbnb as opposed to where we're at now, where it's like we didn't get to start, so we're not financially devastated by that. Mm-hmm. So. It's, one of those things where it's like life life just be happening. I can't say whether it's right or wrong. I just don't like where I'm at right now. I could I can see that. Um so for me, um one of the things Melissa just talked about for our relationship is when she gets very excited about something, um I always tend to excited I say yeah, it's excited. Um, I always tend to not go in that direction. The reason being is I feel like when she gets that excited, she's not thinking of what the downsides are and she's thinking of all the upside. And this is my, this is usually, this is how I determine that somebody is not thinking about all of the upside, the downside, right? And this is from experience from myself. Uh, from old businesses that I've had before or tried to start before. The main component for me is when a person takes out a calculator and starts adding numbers together on how much money we can make. When I see somebody go, man, if we get 100 by 10 every time, we could, and I go, yeah, it don't work like that. And I've learned that over and over again because when I was doing quickies with Hunter, it was, bro, yo, if we, if we make eight cents for every order and we're doing a hundred orders an hour times five days out of the week and times of 15 stores and then we have 15 stores in each state and then we go across the country and it's like we don't even have a contract to get into a store we don't even have one contract we there there are so many things that come up before making the first dollar the first five dollars and then what i've realized is whenever i start to think about those other things the excitement comes down because like okay this is it's more of these are things that need to be done to get to that point and in between each step i realize there are pitfalls and learning curves and mistakes that happen between 
just let's say I want to go to uh, Target, right? And I want to let's here's an example. Let's say I have a contract, right, in my head, and I go, okay, this is what I want the contract to say. Remember, I already in my head, I've already calculated. We're gonna make eight cents times ten times fifty stores times. I did all of that in my head, right? But now I have to go and come up with a contract for this. Do I go to rocketlawyer.com? Do I hire a lawyer? Do I come up with my own contract? And if I do, do I print it out? Do I get it laminated? Where do I take it to, right? These are, it's a little step. And I go to Staples, Final Staples is closed. I go to Rocket Lawyer, they charge $500 for a contract. And I'm like, damn, I didn't even get to get the contract written up yet to get it signed by anybody. And it's these things that happen between every, between every single step of I'm starting to what is step 1a step 1b step 1c there are four things or five things in between step one and step 1a that are going to be an issue it's just how it just how it goes there's no way around that um so that's why for me whenever i hear melissa get excited i'm like okay i don't think you're weighing the options of what could possibly go wrong in this situation what do you think about that um i think that i think that when I bring those ideas to you, I kind of expect you to have maybe like insight on, not insight, but just kind of think of the things that will go wrong that mm-hmm. I don't think about. Mm-hmm. And then we can have that conversation. I do admit that sometimes I do get a bit defensive about my idea or maybe emotionally attached to it. So I can see. I kind of see why, but then there's other times where it's like, okay, like we talked about the idea, we said it's a, it's a decent idea, so it's just kind of like, how slowly or how fast do you want to move on this? And then, something that I don't necessarily like is that you, so I'm a, I'll use the candles as an example. Mm-hmm. You recently asked me how much I want to make per candle, mm-hmm. or like, what's my goal of how much I'd like to make. Now, I've gotten accustomed to our conversations and the whole big enough to calculate thing. So now I don't know how much I want to price my candles. Like, it's not something I was thinking about. I was more so thinking about my strategy and all these other things. So it's like now I'm missing that part of the equation that I can't answer your question. So I'm confused. With the whole not calculating how much you're planning to make from your business, uh-huh. because you're saying that I will come to you with numbers like if I. Mm-mm. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that a lot of times it's not it's not just you because I don't want you to think it's you. It happens to me. I've seen it, it happen to me now. It happens to me before. I've seen other people do it. It's you. You get a calculator and then it's like, or people get a calculator and go, okay, I make five dollars per candle. All right, I'm gonna sell. If I sell 20 candles in a day, that's a hundred dollars, right? And then it's like, okay, and if I could do that every day of the week, that's seven hundred dollars. And if I can do that twice a day for two for a whole week, that's fourteen hundred dollars. And it's like, how? Sure, if you you could multiply that by a thousand and do a thousand candles and make like sure, but. The things that get you to those points are the things that I'm more concerned about. So, like you said, uh, with the num, I don't, I don't mind you bringing numbers to me. If you say, okay, 
a candle costs this much to make. It, the label is this. I'm gonna put it here. It cost me this much to get there. It cost me this much to set a table up. Then you, then it starts to realize, okay, it, like you said, when, you, when we did it before, you realize that one of those places was like, damn, I have to spend two hundred dollars just to set up here to sell candles. That I can't even do that. So now, once you have, they have to now pivot to something else. Like, okay, where can I sell my candles at that allow me to hit whatever number I have in my mind? But I, 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 I get excited about that part of it. Where it's like, okay, how I know how much I want to make or how much I could make. How do I make that? What is it? But not like what? Not not how much I have to sell to make that. What do I have to do to make that much money? And that for me is when I go, okay, because if I come with like, like, okay, what happens if, you know, uh, your candle stop working or, you know, you, you run out of what, what you guys call it, food loss, food loss or something. What is it called? Shortage? Like waste? Yeah. Like, I don't know what the waste numbers are. I'm not saying you need them, but like, what are the waste numbers for candles? Like these are, the, it's, like, it's just little things like that. Like, okay, I want to have those conversations. And then once you start to have those conversations, I realize that people don't have the same level of excitement about whatever they're doing. Okay, I get what you're saying. So okay, okay, yeah. Cause when I saw that, I got the wind knocked out of me. I'm like two hundred dollars, bro. I'm like, how many candles I gotta sell just to recoup my investment? <laughs> bro, it's like stop. It's like damn, I gotta sell fifty candles every day. Or I would have to sell one small candle for fifty dollars. Just to and then now the numbers start going like, hmm, this don't even seem, this don't even seem like this could work. Like this seems like I gotta now either charge four hundred dollars for this candle, or I gotta go somewhere else. And like I said, so that to me, and that's that's why I tend to like go like that to uh, excitement or anxiety stuff like that because I feel like it's not thought all the way through. Um, and it may, and my, in, well, I would say in your defense, right, your ideas are right sometimes like sometimes they are sometimes they're not sometimes they are but sometimes they are not but there are times where i'll go okay this makes sense but you i go nah i go i go nah because i don't even because i may say this makes sense and i think to you that means all right we buying a car right now yes. and it's like that's not what i'm saying i'm saying like okay i can see how this can work let's now get the numbers for this car like for example we're going to start doing Turo, right? You, we might look at the car numbers and go, oh, if we get a, a Mitsubishi, whatever, we could charge $120 a day. And then we go and find out on Carvana that you have to put down $12,000 for that. And it's like that. And then you got to pay $500 a month. And then you got to pay for storage. And then you got to pay for gas. And you got to pay for part. And it's like, damn, this is not what I, this is not where I thought it was at. So that for me is why I'm always just like, nah, but uh, the idea of Toro sounds good. The idea of candles I'm on board with is just let, how can we do so that it makes sense? Um, so as far as unemployment goes, I am definitely, I'm uncomfortable with the fact we don't have unemployment, which is good because I definitely remember there were certain days uh, over the last couple of months where I would be in the bed or just doing whatever in the house. And I would just think damn i feel like i'm content like i don't feel uncomfortable enough to do stuff 
Like I need to feel more uncomfortable so that I can get things done because I would hate to get caught up in the trap of which I know is why they do it in the first place of having unemployment. I just kind of do nothing. Now, it's not where I'm completely doing nothing at all, but I think to get to where we want to get to, I need to be doing more. Um, so now that I have the uncomfortability again, I can, I, I, I'm like, okay, the ground isn't as steady. I need to start moving now. So I liked, I like to feel that when I know that whatever I'm standing on at some point will not be safe. So what I mean by that is I know that at some point unemployment will run out. So I, that is not something I want to rely on and be comfortable and content with because somebody else controls and dictates what I'm able to do. Now, here's an example of that, right? So the other, to last week, right? I don't even think I talked about it. I meant to, and I, I forgot. Let me drink some water first. Last week, I was certifying my benefits to get my unemployment check, right? And they had this 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 website or this company. Some of you may have heard of it. Some of you may not. If you're in the, if you're in the, the military, you may have heard of it. The company is called ID.me, right? So normally I go online, I certify my benefits, I just log in, you know, to answer the questions and then I'm good, right? But last week I went to do that and then I got this like almost like a prompt sort of. And it was saying that to certify benefits, I would have to verify with ID.me. So I'm like, what the fuck is that? I never heard of this before in my life. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Let me just go look and see what it is. I don't know. Maybe it's like one of those, you know, tell me how many fire hydrants are in this square situation. So I start going through it. I'm like, all right, put my name, my address, whatever, whatever. But then I thought, you know, this is kind of interesting. I'm like, whenever the government decides to use a third party for something, it's usually not in the best interest of the person that is being used for. Because I feel like for me, y'all know, I don't trust the government at all. Um, I just don't think they have the people's best interest in mind. I think they have the the country kind of best interest in mind. Um, and I think those two things don't always go together because just because a company or not company, just because a country is doing very well, does not mean that the people in the country are doing well. So if everybody in this country was more or less, if, if 85% of the population or 95% of the population was slaves and worked 15 hours a day all you know every single day of the week this company this this company this this country funny will be very prosperous very prosperous every single person was a slave here working the country would be one of the most powerful countries in the world right we would just have people who just work people go to school to learn new skills and people who just work so similar it's funny enough i actually watched a uh like a video on youtube recently it was about how China has this phrase called the 996. And it's when people work from nine to nine, six days a week. And some of the people who were talking about it were saying it's just, it's uh, the social pressure because you look at your people next to you, you go, oh, okay, well, they're doing it. So I should do it. One girl was saying that she doesn't even get any sleep. Like she comes home from work. She kind of goes on the phone and scrolls and then she just goes to bed and wakes up in the morning again and goes to do it all over again. And I think even from working from nine to nine, right? 
that doesn't account for travel time. That doesn't account for getting ready for work. That doesn't account for the thought of having to go to work. So in all honesty, you don't really have any time to do anything. That day you have off is you probably going to sleep. You might see your friends, but you're going to be dreaded even going outside. So one of the people were talking about how she feels as though she doesn't even have a soul anymore because she doesn't control her. It's just I get up and I go to work and I come back home. I get up, I go to work. I might get some food. I come back home. It's the same thing. But these companies that do that are very big companies. You know, like I think one of them was like Alibaba. Uh, another one was Tencent, which I believe. Do they own TikTok? No. Which one owns TikTok? ByteDance? Or Tencent? Which? Yeah, one of the companies that had owned uh, TikTok at one point. So it's like the large companies have people that work crazy hours. Same thing with Amazon, they say. So the company may be doing phenomenal, but that does not mean that the employees are. So the reason I'm saying that just comes back to the ID me situation. I don't trust the government because our interests don't always align with each other. So I go on this ID me thing, right? I do some research or whatever. And I find out that it's a very common app or application or website for military and government jobs. They have a very strict verification policy to be able to that that's their whole their whole thing is, okay. we want to be able to verify everybody and know who you are so that you don't steal government resources and things like that. So here are some of the things that they ask for, okay? So they want, they want your name, they want your address, they want your social, they want your fingerprint, they want your facial recognition, they also want your voice recognition. So these are all the things that they use to be able to identify who you are to get benefits or whatever other thing they feel like they want to use that for, right? It doesn't even stop there. This is where, as I'm reading, I'm like, I'm not really fond of this because it was saying, even if you choose to opt out after you've already signed in, they can deny your request of opting out. That's crazy to me. Like, what do you mean you could, like, if I say I no longer want you to use my information and you could tell me no, that don't sit right with me. Then they said, if they do delete your account, they keep it for seven years after you've already had it deleted. I'm like, what type of sh I'm like, what type of crazy shit is this? I'm not. I, that sounds ridiculous to me, right? So, I really tend not to be. I I don't like when the government tries to push me certain directions because, like I said before, I don't think that our interest our interests are aligned. So, I just like you know what? I'm not even gonna. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not. I'm like I I'd rather be uncomfortable and figure out a solution than have to submit all of that stuff I, I i wasn't really with it right so i checked you know my account like two or three days later and it was gone i'm like oh that's that's great that's perfect go sign up get my, my free money my, my benefits and i'm good to go and funny enough i don't know why but melissa does not get that prompt to do that um so i don't know what the reason for that is uh but they definitely want me to certify or, or verify who i am which is interesting but this week i haven't certified yet because the prompt came back and i'm like huh i'm like should i should i do this because it's, it's the last week of of unemployment right so i'm like it's a 642 dollars 
of money. But I have to give them all this information. And I'm like, I don't really know if, I, if I'm down for that. Because here's my thing that I feel like a lot of people don't take into account. This this is something I've realized like general general generationally is that we get mentally weaker like every generation. And I noticed that or you can notice that by talking to your parents and you asking like what they went through, the things that they went through to get to where we are now, it's not it's not like we're getting mentally stronger. A lot of things are like, oh man, I gotta walk to the store. Oh, oh my god, I gotta, I gotta get on a bus and go to work. Oh, oh my god, this is terrible, right? And then you think about it, and you're like, okay, there was a point in time where there were no, like you, everybody didn't have a car. There, there was no. Uh, um, hold on, my contractor just texted me. He wants to have a, a talk, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna see what he wants to say. Thomas, yeah. Let's see what this talk is going to be about. He's going to have a minute to talk. This sounds like a money question. This sounds sound like money related. Oh. Hey, Thomas. Hey, man. How are you? Good, good. How you doing? Uh, so. Do you have any number for the the back yet? No, but I'm not. I'm not gonna charge you any extra on it. I'll just ask for cost. You know, just the materials and what they'll ask me to replace. You know. Okay, that sounds yeah. That yeah. sounds great. But yeah, I'll uh, I'll stop by the probably tomorrow or next couple of days. Oh make a new material list and I'll take care of that too. Alright? Alright, that sounds good. Like I said, this is this is great. I'm just I'm happy that we can finally get back inside and kinda of see it moving. I feel like the yeah, market's starting too, to change a little too. bit. So I just wanted to kinda of get it up before the I feel like I feel like something a little bit of market's changing over there. So. I think it's changing for the better. Oh you think it's changing for the better? I feel over like there? Yeah, I feel like I've yeah, seen there's a lot of movement there. Like, there's one specific agent who's selling their non-stop. His name is Scott Sprit. I see his ad and his signs there all over. <laughs> you said Scott with an F, like Frit, F-R-I-T? F-R-I-T-H. Okay, Frit. got you. Scott Frit. is so is pretty, like, I see him all over the place in Burlington. Mm. Uh, have you worked so with him before at all? Listings, I guess. Okay. Uh, what, what did you see? You said it's, uh, it's the opposite? It's that I've seen some properties in the area that are similar to ours are selling yeah. for less than they what were the, selling for several months ago. Prices? Yeah. But are you planning on selling it or are you planning on renting it? I'm, I plan on refinancing it. So I was going to rent it also and then refinance it. But... You know, depending, they, they're going to use the comps in the area if everybody's selling for, you know, 220 and 240 That doesn't. New ones, though? Uh, they're renovations. So, 
like there's probably there i think there's on dover street um there are two that sold for like under 250 i think so that was i was just kind of shocked so i was like wait what and they were both renovated so i don't know what the reason was that they sold lower but it's not going to help our case got it yeah okay well let's see i think that you'll be eligible as you get the tax abatement too yeah, I was looking at that on the permit. Yeah, yeah. Now that we got approved for a building permit, you're definitely going to be uh, able to get a tax abatement. How long is it? 10 years? Tax abatement is for 10 years, and it's it's nobody will be able to get it anymore after uh, the end of December. Wow. So it's a big bonus to like, have a property done now and be able to get the tax abatement. You know, that's great. It's a, it's a good incentive for new buyers to say like, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna look into that. I'm gonna try and see how we could uh, secure that. Yeah, take a look in it and can do the application. I think. What about you? How did you pass your holiday? Uh, just kind of relaxed. Um, me and uh, Melissa, we went out. We tried to do something new. Where we go out with no phones, so we spent the whole day outside, just no cell phones, and seeing how that All was. Right. That's good. Yeah. How did it go? Uh, it was it was fun. I think the most challenging part was probably getting around, like directions and not having uh-huh. a car. So there's no Uber. You can't order an Uber. You know, you can't really call a taxi like just on the street right. anymore. So yeah. that was probably that. And then yeah, but it was definitely fun. We got to just kind of spend some of that quality time walking around. So I enjoyed it. Try that. Yeah, it was cool. It's real nice talking to someone that also has a girlfriend. I don't know what that means. Who doesn't? What? What does that mean? That, that probably that probably cares about his girlfriend. Who? You don't have that? I'm saying for you. Why? Why? Why for me? Because I feel like I feel like with your friends too. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, listen, girls be annoying. Y'all be annoying us, and they, and they I don't know why we be acting the way we do, because y'all, y'all stress us out all the time. That's not what you were saying on the phone just now, so. Right, you're right, because over the last couple of days, you've been, like, all right, phenomenal. And maybe, and maybe Thomas's girlfriend don't know. We don't know <laughs> that. Nah, 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 nah. If I would never, I would never, I would never bet on a girl to not annoy her boyfriend. Absolutely not. I would always put my money on she's gonna annoy him all the time. I mean, yeah, a little bit. I said I just think it's a crazy feeling to go out like that with no phone. But anyways, um, back to the ID me thing. So I last week I said I decided I wasn't gonna do it. They changed it. I did it. This week it's been three days now. They have not changed the verify me thing. So I'm still on the fence about if I'm a dude or not. But this may be one of those times as a man, you have to swallow your pride and just go Donovan or man, just do this thing because it's for the betterment of your relationship and your life. So maybe it's something that you have to do and bite that bullet and become the government's bitch and just give them all your information. And that's the other thing, too, that I thought about. Right. I'm like, this is what bothers me. That's that's what bothers me. 
the government already know who the fuck I am. You know who I am. You could come to my house. You could, you know, my whole life. You know everything. You could go. You could, you could call Apple and get my phone history. You could call my my building. You could call anybody right now and find out anything you want. You could know where I'm. Call Chase. Know where I'm buying everything. Why do you need this other stuff? You don't need this. You're funny. You have a whole YouTube with your voice. My whole, every, all of that. And you don't want to do this verification document? Because my thing is, what, that's my whole, why do you need this? You can Google me and I'll come up on YouTube. You know what I sound like. You know who I am. You can find me. You do not need to have my voice identification with my facial recognition. I have to make a video to match who I am. Mind you, mind you, here's just crazy about it too, right? I do these things all the time, for the most part, except for the voice thing. That one kind of freaked me out. But everything else, I'm like, oh, you have an account, Uber, show your face. It's normal. But I feel like now it's being forced. Like, now you withholding stuff that was already supposed to be given to me. That I don't like that. And I'm like, oh, you dangling in front of me. Like, oh, Donovan, do you want this $642.50? Well, you're going to have to jump through these hoops, little bitch boy. I don't want to do that. I do not want to do that. So, but like I said, I... Know that certain times in your life, you have to swallow your pride and you have to do these things because maybe it's maybe this is, this is how I'm thinking about right now. Like I said, to me, it's a loss to, to sacrifice my 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 livelihood and my manhood for this measly 600. I might as well be a hoe. I might as well be a pimp, a, a, a hoe on the street and just uh, shake my ass for that money. Honestly, so we're going to see, though, I'm going to check in two more days and see. If not, it's the last. It's the last week, cause I'm like, why are you doing this on the last week? It's the, it's literally the last week. Y'all could do this, like, why? So imagine if they had done this like three or four months ago, whew, it'd be rough. But um, but yeah. So that's that. Um. Oh yeah. I guess in unemployment, the last thing I'm gonna say on that is we are in grind mode. I like grind mode. I don't know how Melissa right now has uh is is doing with grind mode. Um, I feel like, listen, I'm going to tell you why. I think my, my girlfriend is an amazing individual and I think she's phenomenal and I love you. So I never want to hear you say, I don't say it on the podcast cause I know I do. So y'all, I'm, I'm, I'm even put it in a timestamp where I say, I love you to Melissa <laughs> because she be thinking I've never said it on the podcast, whatever. Shout out to Rico Paul. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to say that that's what it is right now as i was saying um about melissa yes she is a phenomenal individual and i think that she can hold her own when she when she needs to right but i do think that she is unfamiliar with the weight of this much stress on her uh, individually i think that it's it's causing a toll because I woke I've woken up several nights in a row and look over my shoulder. All I see is the lights flash on her laptop and she's up at three o'clock in the morning looking up different just random things she's told me. So they're in, they're in relation to what we're doing, you know, with the candle making things like that. But it's three or four o'clock in the morning. So I'm like she she wake up and we, we talk about it and she's just like she's going through the this is Melissa's uh, phrase existential dread. Okay, she feels, yeah, but if you watch anime, you know when a person be in a corner and they have all the lines going down their body and they sit in there and it's, it's dark, that's what Melissa be feeling, right? And I, I, to me, it's like, oh, it's game day. Like, okay, 
put the put the sneakers on, tie them up, lace them up. It's we ready to go. That's how I feel. Um, so I'm excited, but it's uncomfortable. But I'm excited because I feel like we about to get shaken again. You know, um, especially after that loss from the Airbnb thing. So, uh, you know, stay tuned for how we handle unemployment. Um, it's going to be interesting. Oh, that's what I'm going to say, too. So, our plan right now for unemployment is several plans. This is the last thing I'm going to say about the unemployment. Here's how we plan to survive. We have several thousand dollars on our credit cards, right? We've accumulated that over the last several months for Airbnb and just different means of getting credit cards. So, what we plan to do is put everything on a credit card. I still have some money left over from unemployment. Melissa, I still believe she made some money this week from unemployment and she might have money coming in from something else. Not a lot, just, you know, a couple hundred dollars. So, the plan is to put everything on a credit card because the minimum of the credit cards may only be like, let's say, $100 or something like that. So, we can still last like three, four months, maybe, depending on how we manage our monthly finances. And as you heard with the house, Airbnb is lit. All right. You heard that, right? Did you hear what he said? You heard him say it's lit. He said it's fucking lit. He said, ain't nobody going to do shit to y'all. So then all, you know what that mean? You know what that mean? It's going down. It's going down when the house is fixed. And my man literally said to my face, said, listen, man, I'm not even going to charge you for the labor. Just cost. That's my guy. That's my guy. This is why I fuck with him. Fuck with my man's right. Fuck with him. He's my guy. He listen. This man right has went to properties when I was we were wholesaling. He was looking at properties. I don't think he knew we was wholesaling, but he was going to properties, giving me estimates. He was doing mad stuff, taking off doors, uh, wood off of doors of, of houses we wanted to buy. He was doing mad things. So I'm like, bro, you really holding it down, and you still holding it down more. He's a cool dude. I fuck with him. He's a cool. I like him. He's a cool guy. I I want to give him some more money, so I might have to buy some more property and uh. And in Philadelphia, so that we can give him some more of that bag. My, my, my little water park. Splish splash. I'm gonna call you splish splash. I'm, gonna, I'm putting it in my well, phone. I'm calling refer, you splish splash. We can refer. Refer who? We don't know nobody in Philadelphia. Who, who we gonna refer? Uh, if you are in Philadelphia looking for a contractor, once our house is done, <laughs> you can hit up our contractor. <laughs> um, facts. Uh, so now Airbnb update. Uh, I was supposed to be on a phone call today with a lawyer who I watched in a podcast. Her name is Nicole Purvey from, I want to say better, better success, better than success, better of success. I forgot the exact term, but her name is Nicole Purvey, P-U-R-V-Y. And she did an interview with Airbnb, with, Air, with Airbnb, not, that's not true. She did an interview with a woman who was a lawyer in charge of zoning laws and it covers airbnb situation that's happening right now right that's what's going on so i said you know what i need a lawyer in the same space let me call her and find out what's going on so she was supposed to get back to me today we were supposed to do a video call but she had to reschedule for tomorrow i uh, we had the lawyer we talked about last week who you know my my that's my that's my boo thing all right we're supposed to talk uh on thursday i'm gonna try to figure out if we can sue this lawyer or not we talking about? <laughs> so that's gonna be on Thursday. I didn't say nothing. That's gonna be on Thursday, and like we've talked about, I think last week, possibly 
she said we can get ten thousand dollars, which is fine to me. I like if we can get ten thousand dollars, that's a great amount of money. Just we all we need is enough to hold us over until the house is done. That's all we literally need. That's it. We just need money to pay our monthly expenses. We we working. We finally get paid from YouTube. It's not a lot. It's nothing really at all. We make a video about it. Like it's it's enough to pay like a bill or two, um, depending on the bill. But it's good. It's a good. It's a good amount. It's an okay amount. It's it's good for what we thought we was gonna get. Let me say that. Um. So that right now is update for that. And then I was reading today. Now I don't really think this is something we should do or could do, but I did say this before. We could sue for the amount of money we could have made through Airbnb, I believe is what they said in on online. But I don't want to get too greedy. I listen, give, give me ten thousand, we call, we settle it, and we're good to go. You do your thing, I do my thing, everybody's done, right? Um so something else in the in the plans from last week that happened right uh, almost an hour so i've been working on my credit right i've been doing a lot of the youtube credit game stuff you know uh getting inquiries removed and turning off your credit watchers whatever it's called i don't know the thing that they have people watching credit whatever um well I, you know what let me be more specific i've been getting inquiries removed and also, they have companies that TransUnion, Experian, and Equifax get their information from. So, if you go to those companies and you block or freeze your account, then TransUnion, Equifax, and Experian cannot check your credit score. So, that way, that's how you get your increase removed. So, I've been doing those kind of things, right? So, I'm working right now on turning credit into cash. Credit into cash. Maybe I made that a thumb. Maybe I made that the title. Credit into cash. Hmm. Probably not. I'm not gonna talk about that much. But that's what we're working on right now. Um, one of the ways people do that is by going to a store, right? And then you buy something with a credit card and a debit card, and then you return it, but you return it with only your debit card, and they put the money onto your debit card. I have not successfully done it yet. Um, there's that and it's also re the return. So you, let's say you buy something online, you return it to the store to your, and you return to your debit card. I tried that at Home Depot, it did not work. Um, the one near my house, so I'm gonna try something else. Uh, we're working on some things right now with staples. Hopefully that works, we're gonna see. Cause we still got, we're still working. Um, but the reason I bring this up is cause it's more of a philosophical thing, right? Um, Melissa has no idea I was going through this when it happened, but I was calling to get my increase removed. Right, like calling them, calling like, yo, please, God, please help me take these off. Like, I, I don't want these here. And they just kept dubbing me every time I called them over and over and over and over again. It was dubbing me, right? So I had like either wrote down in my book or I think I said in my head, you know what, Donovan? You call five times, you're gonna call five times every day, and that's and that's what you're gonna do. He's gonna call five times every day. So I'm calling and I keep getting stuck with the same nonsense. They keep telling me, you gotta do this. You gotta follow the FTC. You gotta go on and do this. You gotta go and do that. I'm just like, bruh, I don't wanna know. I watched the video, it's not what he did. I shouldn't have to do that. So I kept calling, kept getting dubbed or whatever, right? So I'm tired. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the kind of person that likes to, I don't, I don't really like, um, Repetitive actions. I don't like to do that. I don't like to call the same number 10, 12, 15 times in a row. I don't like doing things like that. So 
But I told myself five times, Donovan, right? So at, at the, after the third time, mind you, I've been on the phone for like 15, 20 minutes each call. I'm just like, all right, you know what? It's three. I'm like, Donovan, fuck it. You don't have to even do this no more. Like, who cares? Nobody's going to know you did it. You did three. That's enough. You're like, no. Do, do four. I did four. Dub me again. Bro, I did the fifth one. Why is it on the fifth try I got it removed? Bro, it was so crazy to me that it happened because I literally was calling every day. And I'm just like, okay, Donovan, just do five. Your plan was to do five, do five. And I just think it's so crazy because to me, that's a sign for how I approach life. It's like, I could have stopped at four. I literally could have stopped at the fourth one. Nobody would have cared. It would have been whatever I would have known, but it's like a big deal. whoop de doo I could call tomorrow, right? But it's like, just call the fifth time. You say you're going to call the fifth time, just do it. And I, there's a there's a meme that goes around I've seen, right? Where there's like, there's two, there's a, there's a picture is split in half. On the top, there's a guy like digging. Um, and the bottom is the guy that's digging. The guy on the top is digging and he stops and turns around and walks away, right? He has the axe in his hand. And the guy on the bottom is digging like an inch further. He finds the gold or the, the, the diamonds or whatever, right? And it's just supposed to uh, signify that you are right there. Like, don't stop. You're literally right there. Don't give up. You don't know what could happen on the next, the next day, the next month. But if you stop, you turn around, you're not going to get the success that you worked so hard for. And that's how I felt like after that phone call. I'm just like, okay, this is just me realizing, okay, Donovan, when you do what you say you're going to do, you normally get what you say you want. So do those things. And I think it's funny, too, even when it comes to wholesaling, we had plans to do 100 offers a month or in a month. We didn't even get to 100. Like we didn't get to 100. And I think that's so crazy because I'm like, we could have probably gotten a, gotten a deal. We just, we we were working very hard, but we did like 90%, 95%. Like nobody would look at it and go, oh, y'all didn't work hard. But we didn't get to the goal that we set for ourselves. So, so for me, that's, that's something I'm, I want to work on now more. It's like just getting over, get to the end of whatever you say you're going to do. Just try and get to that next thing. Um, so... Uh, this is another topic I want to talk about as far as, uh, kind of what we've been going through last week. One of the hardest things for me personally in running a business or trying to start a business or whatever is knowing when to operate as a small business or a big business. I feel like if I use a YouTuber, for example, right? The thing that you do when you have a hundred million subscribers, you don't do at 10 subscribers. That's what I would think. But that's what I've, I mean, that's what I've realized. Because I feel like a lot of people who have 100 million subscribers or making a bunch of money selling songs, whatever, don't do the same things they did when they first started, which would be doing a bunch of shenanigans to get views or, you know, running out on the street. Oh, I need you. Hey, come sign up for my thing. They're not doing that. Um, so for us, it's like, okay. How do we operate the business starting out? Do we run it like, you know, penny pension? It's just, it's just a battle between, okay, how to operate the business, um, operating it from either, like I said, a large business standpoint or a small business standpoint. My mom feels like, and my sister, that I should get a job, but I despise jobs. And I despise jobs because... I hate feeling like I'm going backwards. That's my thing. To me, getting a job is going backwards. And I don't 
want to feel like I don't want to purposefully go backwards. Like if something happens and I you know something I can't control it, fine. But to me, getting an actual job is like it's terrible. Like I haven't had a regular job in like how I'm twenty since in like nine years. Like I've I've had I have not had a job where they're like Donovan be here at eight o'clock. Nah, I haven't had a job where I can't just leave when I want to leave. I haven't had a job where I can't just pull up when I want to pull up. And it's it's been since I probably since I was like twenty years old, and I haven't had that. So for me to go back to that, I I don't. The stress of waking up, of somebody being like you have to be here by a certain time, I don't like that. I don't like feeling like I'm being rushed. I don't like any of those things. So that's why jobs don't work for me. I can't. I can't. And then the atmosphere of jobs. You have people. You have, they're they're playing a social dynamics game of people trying to get higher up in the the rank of who's the manager. You have the person sucking up to the other person. And it's just like I I don't want to play those those games. Those games are corny to me. Like, cause what what do you win? You get the manager's attention and approval. So now you could do what? You could drink two two sodas on the side without getting in trouble. But I don't care. That's not something I'm worried myself with. And I hate that environment. Um, so. She's been talking about me becoming like a basketball coach or something like that, like a basketball referee. So, like I said, I'm not a man who will not swallow his pride. I know there are times where you have to go, okay, this was better for the group. Do that thing. So, I have considered it. I will consider it, but I despise it with all the deepest parts of my soul. I despise it. I just do. Oh, so, right. The intimacy date. I didn't talk about that. Yeah, I probably heard some of the phone call. Um, about the intimacy date. Uh, I want to hear what your perspective is on it first before I tell my perspective. How do you feel about that date? And let me know if you want to get... Um, so how I felt about the date... That was cracked. Like, do you want to get cracked? That was what that was. Um... Going into it, I didn't know how it would I don't I didn't know how that would go. Because I'm like if y'all don't already know, I would be I, I sometimes I'd be feeling that Donovan don't like me. What? You feel like that? <laughs> it's crazy. He, you know, when he talks about how annoying I am all the time. And all these other things. Mm-hmm. Uh and like sometimes like how our interactions would be. I'm like obviously he does not like me. Like he does not he does not mess with me. So I'm like, we gonna be together for hours with no phones. He's gonna explode. He's just gonna like, he's gonna leave me somewhere. Um, so that's that's what I thought when he brought up like an intimacy date. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. So then day comes. He's like, we're doing this today. I'm be doing this today. Not tomorrow. Not like that. It's today. So I'm like, okay. So you know, we're getting ready to leave the house. We leave our phones and everything. Um, and it felt scary at first, like, oh, cause I don't know where we're going. That's another <laughs> thing too. I don't know where we're going on this intimacy date. So Donovan, he was writing some things down before we left and I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm like, we leave and we're on the railroad, which is normal. So it's like, that's not scary. But then, you know, we get off the railroad, we walk five minutes in one direction. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently it was the wrong way so we had to walk like in this other direction and it was cool 
maybe for the first 15 minutes <laughs> you know and you know when you get to the 20 minute mark and it's hot outside and the sun is beating down on you you ain't got no no shade or nothing it's just heat then you start feeling parched it's kind of like <laughs> ooh, you don't see no stores and nothing in sight just a highway it's like damn <laughs> it's kind of crazy so you know, around that time, I think I was getting a bit more afraid. I'm like, I haven't really seen black people since we've been here. <laughs> so, you know, just, you know, um, but I was also, I was also noticing things. I think I kind of got to a point where it's like, okay, well, I had to let go. Whereas like, I don't know where we're going. I don't know how long it's going to take for us to get there. So, you know, just kind of just like, whatever, we just walk it, whatever. And I think once I was able to kind of just like let go i think it was easier oh we found a movie theater and spent a ridiculous <laughs> obscene amount of money on a, a minimal amount of food bro but um after we did that i felt a bit better and then you know maybe like 30 minutes after that we found a place so that was kind of <laughs> that was kind of good so and then the place that we went to i enjoyed it i had a lot of fun um we played some games. It was just really cool. So I really enjoyed myself. I enjoyed the fact that we were, we were like, our time was filled with us talking to each other. And, you know, if it was quiet, it was quiet. Like, it's just, it doesn't, I didn't feel as anxious. And I didn't feel like I had to find something to talk about. Or, you know, it felt more natural. And there wasn't things that was interrupting, like, you know, you don't, you don't get an email that doesn't matter or <laughs> a text message from uh, a, a bot about something, you know. What's your warranty? Yeah, <laughs> you know, phone calls. So I think it was really cool to be, like, present in that moment and really be able to, like, talk to each other and stuff. You know, because, you know, I was surprised that we didn't argue. We didn't argue, really. Um, and... It seems like, you know, we might be cool. Like, we might like each other or whatever. So, you know, after three years of dating, that's what we're supposed to find out. Um, uh, and then, I feel like there's something else that I want to say, too, about the date. Oh, yes! Bruh! So, the reason why I mentioned that Donovan wrote something down. Was in the house. I thought this man was writing down directions. I did that. He did not have any directions for where we were going. That's what I wrote he down. He just wrote down the address. <laughs> Tell me what you can do with just an address in a place that you're unfamiliar. You don't know no streets or nothing like that. Tell me what you're going with no Google Maps, no nothing. We didn't even bring, we didn't even get like a little regular map or some shit to see where we were going. So, you know, I was, I was livid once, because we were still walking when I found this out, so I was livid, I'm like, so you telling me that we done walked around for 50 minutes and you ain't got no directions, and you just got an address, talk about, do you know where your blah 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 is? <laughs> I had it in my head. Oh my gosh. Bro. Yeah, that was, uh, like I said, I had a lot of fun. We went to, it's called RPM Raceway, so we went go-kart racing, um, and those cars were way faster than I thought. Now, it wasn't, the, the place wasn't what I wanted it to be. But I still enjoyed the time spent with my girlfriend, who I love very much. That's two times Rico Paul. I said. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Rico, my guy. Um, so it's uh, I thought it was gonna be one of those like multi-level go kart racing, but it wasn't. And while we were there, right, they got rules like don't crash into the wall, don't hit nobody, right. 
So we did two races. The first time we did it, Melissa and I was like, oh, shit, it was cool. Like, it was, I, I was enjoying it. I was trying to see how fast I could go. Just us two. The second time, was they had some other people on there with us, like two other people. A guy and his girlfriend. Now, this, this I cannot do. This I cannot do. I cannot be out here now because th this is the issue. This is what I be telling Melissa. This is why this is why I be this is why I be I be stressing to Melissa like you cannot be afraid like you cannot let fear control you because I'm driving in this car right and this other lady on there I'm pretty sure she's afraid so she's driving mad timid I'm speeding around the corners bruh I sped hit this corner and why is this lady inching around the corner bro i had to hit the brakes i hit the side of the wall hit the back of her the guy came up to me like yo bro if you do that again we have to pull you to the side give you the black card or you can't come out of the thing i'm like bro when melissa and i was, was by ourselves out here it was no problem as soon as this lady want to come up here with her man now it's a problem she's driving mad slow even melissa was like yo she's driving mad slow now you know if melissa is telling you that you got to speed up then obviously you need to speed up because this don't even make no sense so then now, after crashing to this lady, right, the dude, the free, the dude think he could drive better than me. I'm like, fam, you don't understand. I'm trying to drive nicer for your girlfriend. If it wasn't for her, I'd be speed demon around this track. So he gonna pass me, the audacity of him, right? So now I'm sitting behind him for like four laps. Because I'm like, I can't pass him because he's not driving. It's weird. It's like... I don't think he wa I don't. It was weird. If I tried to pass him, I might have hit him, and I didn't want to get a second strike. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna let him sit there. So I finally pass. No, I'm, I'm gonna sit the behind him. Has to let you over. Right. The first, the person in front of you has to let you over, right? And the only way to do, to do that is if the person who is like the operator of the track, they wave a blue and orange flag to let you know, hey, somebody's coming up beside you. Move to the right. They come, they'll pass you on the left, right? This man, I'm on his bumper. I'm on his ass. I'm on him the whole time. Like, white on rice. I'm on this man's ass. And this man is not moving to the side. I'm like, bro. Him and his girlfriend, whatever she was, same thing. I'm like, bro. He, this is how crazy it was, right? I'm on his ass so much. They waving the flag in his face. He looking around like, what? What you want me to do? What, what, what? I'm like, bro, get the fuck out. Move. So I could drop. Move. Out the way. So, like I said, that, that you know, was probably the, it was fun, though. I just didn't like him and his girlfriend um so melissa and i played some games we spent which is so funny uh we spent twenty dollars on games well she spent twenty dollars on games and then we uh got tickets and we bought like eight pieces of candy with the twenty dollars that we got from the tickets um so you know that's how arcades work it's wild that's a wild uh rate of return on, on candy um so i think it, it was fun to just walk around I think I really enjoyed, I just, en I enjoy exploring things. Uh, next week is Melissa's turn to come up with something. So, you know, she doesn't like, she doesn't like exploring nothing. She likes to just kind of, we might just go in the, the lobby and sit down. That's for all I know. Because Melissa be like, oh, let's not do nothing crazy. I like to explore. We saw, uh, we saw a, uh, what was that called? Like an airport museum. Never seen that before. Um, I was, uh -huh. I was asking people who were driving like, hey, yo, do you know? Because it's, like I said on the phone. Asking people for directions and not having an Uber or Google Maps is a very odd life to live. Like, and this is what I was saying earlier too, where about the generational thing. If you told, if you were to ask an 80 year old, like, a tell them this story, like, oh my God, I, was, I went outside on my phone. They would be like, and? 
Like, so what? Like, what is that? We do that all the time. Like, I don't even have a phone. I live my whole life without a phone. And it's, this goes back to the generational thing of strength. They know how to operate the world with less um, handicaps. Like, they don't need a phone. They don't, they may use a map. They don't need Uber. They don't need a lot of those things. They can just operate their life just fine. Um, and I, I want, I mean, I like that idea. And I also think that older people take less shit. And if you ever had a conversation or a dialogue with an older person, they will usually tell you about yourself real quick. Like older people have no problem telling you about yourself because if you say something funny, they're going to be like, watch your mouth. Don't talk to me like that. But now I feel like a lot of people are kind of more timid. They let the government do bullshit all the time. I feel like back in the day, they wasn't going for that. Think about this, right? When is the, we, back in the, between the 1900s, 1900 to 2000, there were marches and there were um, like protests and things like that, right? I'm talking about, there were legitimate protests. Now, now they have protests that the government allows you to have. That is not the purpose of a protest. The government does not get to dictate how you protest. Like, okay, guys, you're going to walk down First Avenue uh, at 2.30. You're going to make a left. And then at 3.30, you go down this avenue. And you have permission to do It's like, I thought I was protesting. Like, no, 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 no. We just allow you to, to walk. It's like a group walk. Yeah, I just have signs. Don't say nothing crazy or we will arrest you. And I just think it's so crazy because there's there is no real push back from the peep from us it's like whatever the government says to do everybody just does whether they agree with it or not like what is it that the government tells you to do tell would tell you to do and you're like no i'm not doing that and that's it's so crazy because years ago decades ago it was too different it was like nah you don't get to tell me what to do and i'm like we're going to have a conversation about it or we're going to fight about it we're going to push back about it now everybody's kind of just like well the government's job is to tell me what to do. Like, I'm supposed to do what the government says. And I just think it's so crazy because it wasn't always like that. It was it was not always like that. And it's only going to get worse because think about the kids right now, right? Think about the kids uh, who are in their adolescence growing up in this pandemic nonsense. And I don't even mean on like a, uh, a healthy situation in terms of like their health. Just psychologically, think about how they have to operate over last year the next several years a lot of them probably already got vaccinated so they're probably gonna get they won't have no problem uh getting vaccinated every month to go into eat at a restaurant and then we'll be talking to them like you you get vaccinated every month to go they go yeah it's nothing i get it at my at my school every time i go to school they give me they give me a shot and then i just go to school it's this whatever it don't even hurt and now they have this new technology where you pick your finger and you like we'll be looking at them like yo are you crazy like what and it's the same thing with the mask, where it's like, listen, you go to school, don't be close to your friends, you can't be hugging, we can't be talking, don't be doing none of that stuff. So, for me, it's like I said, it's, and, and the generation after them will only be worse. Every single, like, maybe 15-year generation gets mentally weaker and doesn't have the will to fight anymore. It's just, that's what's happening. The, the will to fight is gone. And you think about, if you want to be, you know, exaggerate it, go back to when we had the Boston Tea Party. They raised taxes, we turned shit, What? fights fights break out they people start getting killed taxes go up people get killed you raise taxes now where do people go damn that's crazy that's wild shit oh well like people used to fight for like the death fight for your rights was a phrase people use because that's what they really did they did that nobody now is fighting for their rights you're asking for your rights you're asking permission to allow me to do certain things so i just think it's a wild 
uh, switch from where we were before to where we are now. I don't even think people would even, if I told you, listen, we want to go fight the, the government, you'd be like, uh, no, we're not. I'm not doing that. I'm going to stay right in my house. I'm going to do none of that shit. So I just think it's, it's a very crazy thing. Um, speaking of that, right, to, to vaccination, it's just crazy. Now, here's why I don't think that why it's crazy. All right, I'm just going gonna, gonna to speed through this part, and then I'm going to go to the episode playback, and then I'm going to go to the next thing. But Jeez. NBA vaccination rules, insane. This is crazy to me. They are saying that in the states of Washington, state of uh, of New Jersey, no, Brooklyn Nets, the New York Knicks, and I think they said the Golden State Warriors, the home players have to be vaccinated to play, Right? Otherwise, you cannot enter the facility, right? This is what they say. So then they say they're going to fine you if you don't play. And technically, they can tell, they can take away your contract. Your contract they cannot pay you because you're actually not working. You're choosing not to work, right? Here's a kicker in all of this. Because you might think, I know a lot of you think, oh, well, it's for the safety of the people. And we want everybody to be safe. It's, that's bullshit. And I'm, it's, stop saying that. Because that's not, that's not true. Like, it's not stop saying that it's so annoying to hear people say that it's oh i want to protect the other person i want them to be safe that is not true that is not the reason why this vaccine that's not the case at all so here's an example of why that's not the case they allow the away players to not be vaccinated now how does that make sense how does it make sense that the away players who come to the who come to the stadium do not have to be vaccinated, but the players that stay there are. Do we care about safety or we don't care about safety? Let me know what we're doing because it don't seem like we really do care about that much. Then they were saying that the people who are vaccinated, the team players who are vaccinated, who are unvaccinated, have to stay six feet away from their teammates when they're eating together. This is ridiculous. I think this even said, I think they even said on a bus and a plane, they're going to have designated areas for the unvaccinated people on the bus and plane. It's like, come on, right? You would think, again, I know a lot of y'all probably think, but it's for the safety. You can still give somebody the virus if you have a vaccine. The only reason why they say, this is a lot of different nonsense, but the vaccine is supposed to keep the, the numbers low from the hospital. That is the only reason, that is like reason numero uno. We do not have the infrastructure. I forgot, I remember this conversation, right? We do not have the infrastructure to uh, to fulfill of that many people going to the hospital at one time. We don't have that. If we have how many hospitals do we have? Let's say we have a thousand hospitals in this area alone. How many beds is in there? If everybody, tried to, if everyone here tried to go over there, it would it wouldn't work. They don't want that. That's why we have the vaccine, right? Main reason. Um, the last thing about that is religion. Religion exemptions for the vaccine. If we're talking about safety, if we're talking about safety, there should not be any exemptions. If the whole reason for getting the vaccine is to keep everybody safe, why is he exempt? For religion? For religion. Now, I'm going to tell you why. I, I know the reason. I'm going to tell you why the reason is, right? The government knows the craziest people are the religious people. If you try to go against their religion, 
they will burn everything down to the ground. You know why? Because they don't care about life. They go, God knows me. God told me to fight for his rules and his the book. I'm doing that. I don't care if I die because I know if I die, I'm going to be great. I'm going to be in heaven. I'm going to be chilling a bunch of bitches. They're good. So they don't care. So the government knows. Listen, everybody else, we could, we could, we could let them do they like, you know, we could, we could force them. These religious folk. You try, you try that shit with them. You try telling all the Jewish people and telling all the Muslims and all the Catholics and everybody they have to be vaccinated against their religion. All hell will break loose. All, all hell will break loose. I'm telling you that right now. And that's why they have an exemption for that. And honestly, they have the most exemptions from, from pretty much anything. Like, if you are under certain brackets of religion, you are exempt from, like, so many laws because they know the minute they you y'all remember the renaissance or other shit religious people turn shit up when they don't like what's going on and if we let them be leave them alone they be chilling you fuck with them the whole shit gets burned down uh episode playback music was too loud in the intro gotta work on that gotta do that um i think today i did more i did a better ex, uh phone time segment i feel like last week i didn't really go through it that well so i'm trying to work on that I sounded out of breath on last week's episode. And when I say out of breath, not like tired, but more like fat. Like I sounded like, <sighs> like I could hear my breath in between me talking and I don't know if that's good. I could be dying. I don't know. Um, talking slower. I, at the end, I talked faster because I got excited about the COVID shit. I always get amped up when I talk about that, but it it sounds so much better when I talk slower. Like it sounds so much better. There's somebody named Meet Kevin who is on YouTube and he talks so fast. I watched an interview of him recently and just trying to keep up with how fast he's talking is like it's like a workout. Like my brain is like lifting weights and I'm just like, bruh, I got exhausted just trying to follow what he's saying. And I would hate to be doing that to other people. Because I'm like, I would want you to hear what I'm saying, so I'm going to learn to speak slower. But there are those times where I do get amped up and, you know, I'd be like, what the fuck are y'all doing? That kind of thing. Um, but what else? Um, yeah, same thing with him. When I start talking really fast, even when I listen back to it, because, you know, today I listen back to the podcast because, you know, normally I haven't, but I've been on my shit this last week. I told y'all that. Um, I lose attention. And it's so crazy because... If I am talking really slow, like I am right now, when I listen back to it, my ears pick up on what I'm saying. However, when I decide to talk really fast, my brain just automatically shuts everything out and it's like, okay, it's just a long blur of words and my brain instantly goes to something else. My phone, my laptop, Melissa's butt cheeks, anything else but my the podcast that I listen to. So I realize I have to talk slower. It's just easier to to digest when I do that. Um, the audio consistency has to be better. Um, I try to cut it for Melissa when she's talking, but I think that sometimes I allow myself to. I don't cut it back for me when I'm talking, and it sounded kind of crazy. Um, I, this podcast might also be kind of long. I don't like hour and. F- over an hour and 15, hour 20 is too, like over, hour and 20 is pushing it. Anything over that, I think is a lot. But I think hour 15 is a sweet mark. 
after that it's like really stretching it out um i want to start saying the word dialogue instead of converse because obviously i'm illiterate and when i say converse the shit comes sounds out comes out mad crazy like i'd be like convert cone i just can't say it so dialogue sounds a lot easier for me to say see dialogue um and why ain't nobody emilio emilio i know you're watching this video you you knew i posted two videos back to back the same video and you ain't say nothing you ain't say nothing i know that you know bruh people don't know i posted the same video i mean i probably know and ain't, no, ain't nobody say nothing i know y'all know ain't nobody say nothing i posted the same video two days in a row two weeks in a row right i changed the thumbnail changed the, changed the title everything else except for the video everything else was 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 different except the actual video itself same video same content different setup crazy had no idea i'm like wait why does my phone say that this video is an hour 30 minutes but the youtube say hour nine same video that's why fucking ridiculous it's insanity bro a whole week went by i had no idea that's not true has it been a week it's been like four or five days that's too long it don't matter that's just ridiculous but you know anyways good uh scroll down my love uh i asked anonymous questions um i kind of touched on it already but is the can the delta variant come from unvaccinated people is it coming from unvaccinated people or vaccinated people do you know do you know do you know who's pushing the, the virus more the vaccinated or the unvaccinated do you know um i don't even think the vaccine slows down transmission either but i'm looking at that uh so we'll be back here next tuesday you can find all the behind the scenes content on our social medias mine is donovan gray d-o-n-i-v-a-n-g-r-a-y and my phenomenal beautiful amazing girlfriend anita burn a-n-e-t-a-b-u-r-n we have six different projects all right we have the food project the clothing project the music project the fitness project the sports project and the bamboo project podcast which you just finished listening to right now you know what it is hashtag bamboo project 2021 we going up all year you know the vibes all right it's crunch time and with that being said bamboo project out <laughs>